She took a deep breath to help herself relax. It didn't work. Her fingers clenched into tight fists, breaking the delicate plant she held in her hand. Even as she discarded the ruined flower, she remained helplessly in the grip of suffocating anxiety. Victoria hated to feel this way, but she had to be wary of strangers. Her life depended on it. Would she ever be able to hear the sound of approaching hoofbeats without tensing with fear? Or look into the face of a stranger without caring if he knew her name? Would she ever be able to live her life without worrying that the next day or the next visitor might destroy everything? Yet, for the first time she could remember, the familiar wave of nausea didn't rise in her throat. Neither did she feel the need to hide behind the trellis of a newly-leafed climbing rose her uncle had given her two years earlier. She brushed the loose, moist soil from her fingers. Rather than allow her hands to clutch at the heavy material of her skirt, she clasped them in front of her. Victoria took a step forward to get a better view. Instinctively, she reached up to pull the wide brim of her straw hat farther down over her eyes. Her hands slowed, then paused, her fingers not yet touching the brim. This man was different. Don't be silly. You can't tell anything about a man just by watching him ride a horse. But she could. He approached with a lazy assurance that could have come only from years of matching his skills against all comers, a confidence as apparent in his posture as in his unhurried pace. Even though she'd been constantly warned her safety depended upon no one knowing the location of her hiding place, Victoria felt irresistibly drawn to this cool, self-confident man. As she started forward, she detected the sound of a second horse. Turning toward a stand of pines which grew along the ridge behind the ranch, she saw Buck Stringer, her uncle's foreman, ride out of the trees and head toward the bunkhouse. He would ride between her and the stranger. He would talk to the man and see what he wanted. There would be no need for her to reveal her presence. Buck would be angry if she did. It had been such a long time since Victoria had talked with anyone from outside the ranch, but she reluctantly decided to stay in her garden. Buck and her uncle had risked their lives to bring her to Arizona. They had organized the ranch around her safety. She couldn't ignore all their precautions for nothing more than a brief chat with a passerby. She stepped back into her garden. She still had a dozen wild iris to set out. Maybe he would be gone by the time she was done, and perhaps temptation would be gone too. But curiosity about this man overrode caution. Shielded by branches heavy with purple lilac, Victoria drew closer. Trinity Smith rode with all his senses alert. He had no reason to expect trouble, but in the territories a man learned to be cautious, or he died. He allowed his horse to pick its way through the shallows of the wide, meandering stream that ran through the center of the valley. Occasionally, he would move into deeper water to avoid rock outcroppings or the overhanging limbs of trees which lined the banks, grew in clusters in the valley, and climbed the hillsides in thinning ranks. The plop of his horse's hooves as they struck the water, the soft swish as they pulled free of the heavy gravel in the bottom of the stream, barely intruded on the sound of water rushing over rocks and swirling in eddies. Patches of unmelted snow on distant mountain peaks still fed this ice-cold stream, 
but he could feel the promise of summer's heat in the afternoon air. Trinity pulled up when the ranch buildings came in sight. He saw only two, a ranch house and a bunkhouse, each large and well-made, each built of unpainted wood turned gray with age. Their builder had positioned the buildings to allow the defenders to cover an attack from any direction. They had also leveled the ground and cleared all the rocks for a hundred yards around the enclave. The occupants had come to stay. He counted two corrals. The still peeling wood of one indicated its recent construction, as did the pristine carpet of grass it enclosed. The older corral showed well-worn paths among the trees and bare spots around the feeding shed and water trough, deep-chewed spots in the smooth wood and a tangle of heavy-scented honeysuckle covering the poles gave additional testimony to its age. A faint plume of smoke issued from the ranch house chimney. Someone